At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio. Trap Lord season begins. Now repent your sins. This year begin on a motherfucking check-in. You know I have to hang out for this year, man. You know, we at the All-Star game right now. Eyes closed. Swish. Shooting fadeaways from half court. Elbow in the rim and all that. Tomahawks. Y'all still in the D-League doing a layup drill. You heard? You feel me? Kill a motherfucker with a magnum 44. Back and you taking a nap Know how to be pumping your body relax You talk to me dumb and that's how I react One arm in the air like I'm waving a cap The nine is a bitch and she making it clap I'm popping the fifth like I'm giving a dap Be ready to scrap when you talk to the trap You are now talking to a boss New banks still riding a boss Too south for the grill they toss White gold teeth no toss Young trap love like young Two bitches in the grill no toss She rocking that mic with a jaw I call that bitch Nicki Minaj Bullets when they found it on the road Lay up, fuck it down, spray it at them 
so it's like fucking problems. Platinum, bling bling. Long live ASAP. Number one album in the country. Bling blah. Sold out tours. What's next? Trap Lord. Let these motherfuckers have it. Let them know we not playing this year. The limbs never been so relaxed ever. <laughs> it's lonely at the top. All this shrimp, nobody to share it with. We ain't tripping up. <laughs> Y'all walking around with wrinkled silks. Looking crazy. Now I mean, pay your dry cleaning bill and all that. Pay that, pay that. Because it's like, it ain't even a competition no more. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, even you. Yes, you. You guys, you guys, can you hear me? Are you listening? Are any of you out there? Are any of you out there sad, lonely, single, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single? Or stuck in a fucking miserable relationship or too much of a pussy to get out of? Are you perhaps a cutter? Are you a shit talker? Or are you a total fucking high school nerd who grips the strap who grips the straps of your dorky backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands? Way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge eating a salami or pizza or whatever and picking at your face? Well cut it the fuck out if you're all pockmarked and encrusted. Who's gonna love you then? Actually, I will. We'll talk about that in a moment. You guys, are any of you out there looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or maybe just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that fucked up, desperate thing you did at that party last weekend? Join the club. Are all your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Yeah, get used to it. It's called the real world. People are horrible monsters. But you know what? They aren't, actually. We'll talk about that, too. Hey, is the guy or girl you like not responding to all of the text messages that you've sent without getting a single reply back from that person? Mm, yeah, don't do that. Uh, is the guy or girl you like not responding to your Facebook pokes? You know what? How about you stop poking? Who pokes anymore? It's 20-fucking-15. You're poking people on Facebook? With who? What, your grandma? Who Who else is on Facebook but parents and dorks? I mean, I'm on it because I have a blog and a podcast to promote because I didn't expect to be a blog, a blog, a blogging, podcasting monster, but I am. But that's my problem, and I want your life to be better than that. Let me get back on track. Uh, is the guy or girl you like not responding to all of your retweets and or your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit, you're in trouble and I'm here to help. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a radio show? That's actually a podcast, but I mean, what, what, is that, what, what does it all mean anymore, guys? Everything's just getting so murky and confusing that I just say sit back, relax, and enjoy it. The point is, you found your safe haven. This is your goddamn lucky day because all I want to do, all I want to do for all you tortured souls, spiraling, freaking out, lonely, all that stuff. 
I want to be your big sister, okay? I want to be the big sister that you never knew that you needed or wanted. Maybe uh, you can even think of me as like your friends, your friends, like your cool big sister's friend, right, that you have a crush on that you like think of when you jerk off or whatever. I mean, I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm just trying to find my place in your life. All right? Have a crush on me. Look up to me. Think I'm ridiculous. Be entertained by me. Hey, let me listen to you vent. Whatever it is I need to do for you, I want to do it. I'm an only child. I have a lot of energy. Uh, I'm sure I have a lot of daddy issues. I'm not going to lie about that. I I do give great advice. I I really do. Uh, The telephone number to reach me to get that great advice is area code 646-378-0649. Once again, you can call me right now, right here, right now. I mean, if you're listening to the live show by dialing 646-378-0649. If you're too much of a baby and you don't want to call into the actual show, you can tweet me your question as well, at Alexi Waster. Do I need to spell it? I probably do. Should I? No, but I'm gonna. A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R. That's my Twitter handle, also my Instagram handle. You guys, I'm so glad I put all that out there. I'm really excited to get the phone calls. I have a lot of emails to answer as well because sometimes people prefer writing me very long emails with all their bullshit problems, and I love it. It's so exciting. And they send those emails to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. And you know what? You can send your long emails with all the pertinent information about uh, whatever your dilemma or you know crisis is. Yeah, to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. And maybe I will pick it and read it on the show. Um, uh, I've gone through a lot this week. I am dating. I'm living my life. I'm, uh, I think I'm over my ex-boyfriend, but I still care about him and love him. So maybe I'm not, but we still text, and he's a very loving person in my life. I'm glad we're getting along. Uh, and ooh, not to get all Mark Maroney. I feel like I'm like talking like Mark Maron or something where it's like you have to like skip past his intro just to get to the the interview that he does. Does anyone else do that? Um, so I don't want to be that, but he's lovely. You know, he's doing his thing. But sometimes I feel like if I listen to too many podcasts, I accidentally subconsciously subliminally, subliminally become like these male, you know, podcast hosts that I, that I enjoy. I am obsessed. Let me just plug a few things for no reason, just because these are the things that I'm obsessed with this week. Brett Easton Ellis has a podcast. It's called the Brett Easton Ellis Podcast. He is, uh, I think he's a genius. He's my spirit guide. I fucking love him. Basically, all of his his shows have to do with like filmmaking and he interviews writers and producers and showrunners and directors and screenwriters. He's so smart. Brett Easton Ellis wrote Lesson Zero, Glamorama, The Informers, American Psycho. And what else did he write? Oh, uh, The Rules of Attraction. He's he's gay. He has a lot of opinions. He has the younger boyfriend that he mentions every so often. Um, and he's just, he speaks really fast, faster or as fast as I do. But what he's saying is packed with, uh, you know, amazing things that, that you know, if you, if you let those things that he says sink into your brain, you'll, you know, you, you've learned a lot about filmmaking and the biz and the business the film biz or, or uh, you know, whatever they say in Tinseltown. So that's what I'm obsessed with there, podcast-wise. I also love Alec Baldwin's podcast. Um, 
and I this week I discovered a show called Catastrophe. It's available on Amazon Prime. There are only six episodes in the first season. Every episode is 25 minutes long. I guess what I'm doing right now is this is like Alexi's Corner. This is like Alexi's obsession, uh, Obsessions of the Week Corner. Let me get back on track. So Catastrophe is this TV show on Amazon Prime. Amazing. The posters look like bullshit. The posters were so boring and nothing. I'm sorry. I don't mean this. I mean, Rob Delaney, and I can't remember the lady's name. I hope that doesn't mean that I'm like a female misogynist, but Rob Delaney and uh, the, the female star of the show, they both wrote it as well. And they're both on the poster and on, on billboards and on, you know, at bus stops and whatever and uh, on banner ads all over the interweb. And it just didn't draw me in. I mean, I don't know what draws me in. I suppose it's only word of mouth nowadays. Or something has to be in, like, black, white, and hot pink because that's those are the only colors that are used for things that are marketed towards modern millennials or something. But, uh, you know, and this was not the case. It was, like, blue and two pictures of these people. Um, a picture of these two people. So somebody recommended I watch it. Actually, it was the brother of last week's guest, Neve. Neve from Catfish uh, has a brother named Ariel. Ariel is a filmmaker. Ariel is one of the people who made the documentary Catfish from years ago, which is what spawned uh, the television show on MTV Catfish. Anyway, so Rel, Ariel, if you tell me to do something, I'm probably not going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I trust you. I had some downtime. I sat down, watched all six episodes in a row. It's the best thing I've seen in such a long time. I swear to God, if you like me in any way, even if you don't like me, but, you know, just watch it, all right? I don't know why you'd be here if you didn't enjoy me somewhat. Um, so, yeah. On a side note of a side note, can we wash away the bad energy of last week's show? What the fuck was that all about? Is anybody listening right now who was listening to last week's show? Or did you, or did you just decide never to come back ever again? Because... Am I wrong? And I know I'm not. Uh, last week's show was so bizarre, energy-wise. Yeah, I'm, I'm using words like energy because I live in Los Angeles. I was born and raised here. I've done a lot of uh, work on myself. And I can use those words now. Um, last week's show started off strong, I thought. Maybe it was a little bit herky-jerky. Which which of my shows aren't? Last week, I was like, yeah, I have a guest. This is great. It's me. Me from Catfish. This is going to be amazing. followers, whatever. He's handsome. This would be great. Um, and it just, it wasn't. It had its moments. Started off all right. And then Neve's friend, who's also my friend or was my friend, she was on the show too because she was in Neve's car with him. And uh, I just felt like uh, I just thought the energy was a bit clunky. I think maybe having three people on the show all together, me included, is too much. Um, so it was a bit disjointed, but also like, I don't know. I felt like I was bullied. I felt like I was bullied. I don't know. I'm talking about it too much right now. Um, I'm getting Mark Maroney, which is what I didn't want to do. Um, and I'll tell you about my amazing makeout that I had last night later, because it's really none of your business and I'm not trying to use real names. I'm not, okay, I just, in case any guy I've ever dated or will ever date or wanted to date me, but it's like, oh no, she's crazy. Um, just know for sure 
that I will never I will never use your real name. I'll never try to ruin your life. Or the only person who will know that, that, that I'm talking about you will be you. Okay? I promise. So don't freak out. Anybody who might want to date me. Or maybe even if the guy who made out with me last night is listening, which he probably isn't. I mean, I know what? I appreciate that. But what's wrong with my podcast? Why aren't you listening? Anyway, I want to talk about making out with the guy last night, being on this weird elitist Tinder app called Raya, Uh, A weird experience I had with a guy that I kissed earlier last week, and I had to cancel a date with him last Friday because personal family stuff came up. And something I'm noticing is that sometimes when you cancel a date with a guy, or maybe it's just a person, it's really interesting to watch their behavior when you cancel on them or when you have to reschedule. because. Some people are cool and they are normal and other people get passive aggressive or unravel or won't stop inundating you and have no boundaries. And like, it's just interesting to see. It's almost like I almost recommend girls do cancel on a date just to see how the guy reacts. If he gets like all pissy and weird and it turns out he's a bizarro woman, woman hater, misogynist, or if he's like, okay, cool. And has understanding and, and has boundaries because yeah, I've been canceling a few things lately. Totally innocent just because I, ha- I was busy and like weird, you know, really important shit came up that I had to take care of. And the guy's behavior in two instances, instances with two different guys was enough to make me just go, oh, fuck. Um, well, I definitely don't want to reschedule because I'm freaking out. You're, you're being crazy come somebody I don't ever want to go on a date with. Thank God I canceled. So I let you so I gave you an opportunity to reveal yourself. Anyway, those are some tidbits of my thoughts, my feelings, my experience this week, just little things I'm noticing and things that I wanted to recommend. Now I'm gonna to get to the good stuff, which are the phone calls. Uh I'm gonna take our first call of the evening. Area code five zero five. Who's this? <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry. Uh, hi Alexi. Um my name is Elizabeth. I called Hi, you Elizabeth. like a few. I called you months ago, like six months ago. Um, I was like going to France, and I like I like. You probably don't remember, but I really appreciated your advice. So I'm currently in a different situation, and would love to hear from you again. Oh my God! Now tell me everything. First of all, tell me your age and where okay, you're calling I, from. Um, I'm 21, and I'm currently calling from New Mexico. But I was in France these past six months, and I just got back to the U.S. like uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, this is exciting. Look at you, globetrotting, living your life, taking chances, (laughs) having adventures. I'm so proud of you. This is fantastic. Oh, well, thank you. Um, So I don't really know. Like, I didn't really think about how to word this so it would be, like, the most coherent. But I thought about just, like, letting you know the situation I'm in and just, like, putting it out on the table so you could, like, tell me what you thought. That would, I no think problem. that would just be helpful because I don't have, like, a specific problem. I just, like, I don't know. I, like, need someone to just tell me, like, anything, honestly. But, so I went I'm, to I'm France. ready. Okay, I went to France. I started, I started seeing this guy, and um, he's really great, and it got a whole lot more, like, serious than I thought it was going to get. Um, I guess, like, um, like he, uh, we were friends for a while. I really didn't think he was 
into me. I, like, didn't make a move, and, like, finally it, like, happened, and it was great. But um, I guess, like, I'm, like, a college student, and at my university, like, there's always this, like, sense that, you know, like, if you ever, like, get with someone, it's, like, very low-key. It's very on the down low. And all of a sudden, this guy I was with, for the first time, was, like, very, very, like, into it and into us as a couple and, like, which was which was honestly, like, refreshing after being on a university campus for so long and having guys be, like, so, like, ambivalent about me for so long. So I was into I, I'm, like, still into that. But um, as of right now, like, as I said, things got, like, pretty serious. Um, and now I'm in this long-distance relationship with this, this boy that I really, he's, he's my age, and I, like, I think I really love him. He's, he's really wonderful. He's really good to me. He's really, really, really hot. And his friend. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, like, can't believe anything, any of this happened. But it's just, like, the fact of the matter is um, it's really, really hard, long-distance, uh, like, long-distance transatlantic relationships for months and months and months. Um, he's going to come visit me at my school um, in September and stay with me for a few weeks. And he's also probably going to go to my brother's wedding, which is, like, that's, like, big, right? But um, but then after that, I just, like, don't know what exactly to do because if everything worked out the way I wanted it to work out, after I graduated, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a senior this year, I would, you know, like, everything with my visa would work out. I could go back to France. I could, like, live with him. And it would it would be great. But, like, things don't really work like that. And also that would mean doing, like, eight or nine months of, again, transatlantic long distance. And I just feel like it's my senior year. I, I'm only 21. I, I don't know if I'm ready to be, like, this totally serious about someone. But at the same time, it's like I don't want anyone else. I'm not interested in anyone else I'm not like like I really like this guy I mean I I, like love this guy but it's just like it's like uh, it's so much and it's it just seems like very like I feel like I'm in an age where I'm very flighty where I'm very like indecisive and I just like he's he's really wonderful and I I really 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 like him but I just like I don't know like what 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 do you think about this I mean, my God, I have lots of thoughts and feelings about this. I think that I know you're struggling with this and, like, you're, you're pressure on yourself and you're also, like, already thinking about the future and you're kind of wrapping it all up, like, as if you know how everything's going to work out. And you don't yeah. know how – you don't know how, how everything's going to work out, but you also have an idea, I mean, which is real, you have an idea of, like, how difficult it's going to be. And you also know that you're very young and – you know, and you don't necessarily want to be tied down and you don't necessarily want to be wanting to have, you don't want to have to deal with all this responsibility. Like that's weighing on you. I can feel it. And I totally get it. I was just in a long distance relationship and he only lived, I live in Los Angeles. He lives in Washington state. That's like a two hour, you know, a two hour flight. And Mm -hmm. that was difficult. You're talking transatlantic. I mean, that's, that's difficult. So here's the thing. You say he's going to come and visit you in August and September, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and are you excited about that, for those visits? Yeah, I'm, I'm like super, super excited. So here's the thing. You have those two visits. Be excited. You're not on the race or on the prowl to like meet anybody new, you know? Like, so I would say be excited about those trips. 
knowing that he's going to come and see you. Mm-hmm. And just try and just try to be in the moment when you're with him and just like in, enjoy it. And I know it sounds it's easier said than done, but yeah, just enjoy the time with him. And right now, don't stress about all the future stuff. You know, like I guess I've heard people refer to that as future future tripping or whatever. Like, don't do that. Just focus <laughs> on you. Focus on you, your friends, your family, getting your your work, your schoolwork done, figuring out what you want for your life, like goals you want to achieve, like personal stuff, career stuff, like. As, as you have to put you first and think about you and all the things you want to do with your life because you want to have a really amazing, fulfilling life. Just because you met this guy while you're in school in, in, in France doesn't mean like, uh-oh, all of a sudden now you got to like move to France after. It's like too much. It's like, here's the thing. You can have, you can have as much as you love him or loved him or loved him or whatever, you can just you can just celebrate the fact that you guys had this amazing experience. You fell in love. You got to have, you had that and you still have it. You're, he's going to meet your family and go to a wedding and you're going to continue your friendship and your lovemaking and your kissing or whatever the fuck you do in <laughs> September, in August and September. But like, you don't owe him anything. You're not married. I don't want you to get married. You're not going to get pregnant. We're not going <laughs> to let that happen. So like, you know, you'll feel it when he goes back after the September trip or, you know, you might not even want to see him in September after August. Like, you just have to pay attention to your feelings, listen to your intuition, listen to your gut, have a nice – August is right around the corner, so you have a great time with him in August. Yeah. See how you feel. Maybe he'll come in September, maybe he won't, depending on if you want to break it off. If you're excited to see him and it's easy for him to come over and, and, he's had, and you have that plan made, cool, September. Mm-hmm. But, like, I say, I fully support you in claiming yourself and the fact that you're so young, it's your senior year coming up. You don't want to be bogged down. And this is fucking hard. Transatlantic, like just, you know, just because you had this experience doesn't mean it's, it's who you are and what you're doing for the rest of your life. Like it can, it can also be just a beautiful blip in the story of your life, you know? Yeah. I I mean, like, I guess like, like that's all. Yeah. That, that actually helps me so much, but it's just like, I'm so worried that after, so instead of two trips, he's actually just staying with me from August. Oh, my, oh my God, that sounds like a nightmare. That sounds crazy. Oh, no. No, and, and they won't. Be, I hope it'll be fine. But it's like, I just, I'm really, what I'm worried about is that I'm like, because I don't want to like talk to him about like breaking up over Skype or something, but not even, I just like, I'm so nervous that he's going to be so upset with me if I mention that, like, I would rather we, like, saw other people or something until my plans were definitive and, like, or our plans were definitive, you know? And, like, I think, like, that's what's really making me nervous is that, like, for right now, it's, like, you know, like, yeah, like, August is right around the corner. Like, I can wait until then. But after that, it's, like, it's, like, I just, I'm really worried that, it's like it's like, and I know like I'm super feminist and stuff, and I know I should put myself first, but I really do think I sound like this great guy, and I'm like very scared to lose him or have him, you know, re- like yeah, I I I I think you get what I'm saying, right? I I so get what you're saying, and like I feel your stress, I feel like this weight on you because you're thinking deeply about all this stuff, and you love him, and you don't not love him, you love him, and you're. And, you know, you're worried, oh, God, I'm going to upset him. and He's going to be mad at me and blah, blah, and all this stuff. Here's how I think you should play it. Like, I get how you're feeling. I felt that way before. But 
I say just don't talk about any of this. And also, I really doubt, and this is what I think is funny, I really doubt men think this way. I mean, for the most part, not to just like lump men into one category and be like, men don't <laughs> do, have feelings or whatever, but I really don't think men do what we do what we women do, which is like, oh my gosh, we've got to cater to everybody's feelings. I'm stressed out. I'm not happy, but if I if I implement what I have to do in order to make myself feel calm and happy, like I've got to worry about everybody's feelings. Oh my God, I'm responsible for everybody. Oh God, like everybody's going to be so mad at me. Like, let me tell you, I really doubt men do that. And that's something that I admire about men. Uh, I, you know, and again, I'm generalizing, but again, but also I do exactly what you do. So I totally know that pain in the pit of your stomach where you're walking around and you can't quite enjoy life because you're so stressed out. You know about the impending doom that's around the corner where you're like, oh God, this is inevitable. I know oh I'm God. feeling, you know, like I get it. So here's what, turn your brain off, relax. I swear to fucking God, relax. It's going to be okay. It's going to completely unfold exactly how it's supposed to. He's going to be fine. All right, you don't have responsibility to him, but you're not going to be mean to him either. You're going to be totally lovely and kind. So let him come in August. Just be upbeat and happy. Just be happy to see him. Don't have all this fucking drama and impending doom to talk about or on your brain. Just, <laughs> yeah. just try to let let it go. And then when he leaves, think about how think about the visit. Take a moment to think about the visit, process it, and when you. If and when you do decide to Skype with him and kind of, uh, you know, figure out the next step of where your relationship is headed, just, yeah. just tell him exactly how you talk to me about it, where you're not like, well, here's what we're doing, man. Like, you're not being a jerk. You're you're going, oh, my God, I'm having all these thoughts, and I, this is really difficult. I don't – I love you, and I don't want to lose you because you're this amazing guy, and uh, and it's really hard for me to, like, put myself first and do what I know is logically right but mm -hmm. because I, I don't want to lose you and I love you so much but like I mean you must agree with me I'm sure you know what I'm talking about like this is hard this is like what are, you, what are your thoughts on it and throw it over to him and let him open up because you guys are both <laughs> yeah. probably thinking the same shit he's not some like you know he's not some brain dead dude who won't even understand <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about I'm sure if you're thinking it and it's somewhere in his brain and then just bring it up and ask him like what his thoughts are about it. And then you can kind of get into a conversation about it and you can mm -hmm. just go, well, what, what should we do? Should we see other people? Or like, you know, I don't know. I, I might be really jealous, but that seems like the best thing right now because, you know, we're both so young and I don't even know what to do. What are your thoughts? And then ask for his help in the discussion, you know? Yeah. But you have every right to end it. Like you're totally allowed and going to be okay if you go, I love you so much, but I think we just have to like stop this right now because it's not working for me because this is too hard. You know, like if we were in the same city, I would love that, but like we're not. And, and, uh, is that, you know, do you, I just, this is what I want. And then that's it. Like, you know, the worst thing you could do would be like, what would you do? And he's not going to kill himself. He's not going to, he's not going to be like, fuck you, you fuck, stop your blues, like, fuck you, you cunt. Like, he's not going to be like that. And if he is, like, he's a dick. He's, you know, maybe he'll be sad. Maybe he'll be angry. I don't know. But, like, you're so fine. Like, this, your decision and what you're thinking about is so 
logical and makes complete sense and is so understandable and you're so lovely and I love that you're so loving and you're struggling with all the internal dialogue because, you know, you have no ill will towards anybody. You're just, you know, you're being real. So you're going to be so fine. I hope you are helped by any of this. No, I really am. I just like I I love your show because whenever I'm just in some stupid fine, I'm like I'll just completely crazy radio tonight. And um, so I I'm serious. I'm like I'm don't mean to make like a plug for you. I'm serious. Oh my god, I'm so um, no, it made me so happy. I'm, I'm, oh my god, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna recommend a movie for you too that might calm you down and just kind of distract you for a second, but it also has to do with what you're going through. Um. Uh-huh. I don't know if you can remember it. It's it's called Like Crazy. Have you ever heard of this? Movie? Oh my God, I've seen this movie. <laughs> yeah, so this is. I wait. Okay, I saw this movie. Okay, right, and I saw this movie a while ago, and so I was I was supposed to leave France, um, like a month before I left. Like that's when my that's when my like plane ticket was leaving, and then I was like I was about to leave, and I was like saying goodbye. And I was just like, no, wait, I can't leave. And so I, like, at the last minute changed my plane ticket so I could stay just until the end of my visa. And I told this to a friend of mine, and she said, Elizabeth, your life is actually the plot of, like, crazy. And I was like, no. But it was my, it was my, it it was a grand romantic gesture I made. And, you know, I I feel like maybe we're all allowed a couple of those. So, yeah, it's. So yeah, you can you can relate to it. You're going through heavy stuff. It's not easy. Um, all right, I'm hanging up on you because I think you you've got good advice. You know what to do now. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. I'm sorry for keeping you so long. No, you're great. Don't apologize. You're great. Um, area code five zero three. Oh, is that me? That's you. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Uh. My name is Nancy. I'm 29, and I'm calling from a small island in southeast Alaska. But I'm actually just listening. <laughs> oh, you are. You have no problems. You're in south. You're on a small island in southeast Alaska. South Alaska, yeah. Because I don't have internet, so I'm listening to you over the phone. This is incredible, and and nothing goes wrong on on that small island. There must be some. Do you have any kind of love <laughs> issue or or woes or anything? Actually, we're we're not allowed to have any fraternization. <laughs> so Are you joking? Happens. I'm not even joking. I'm here working for the summer. What are you doing out there where you have no fraternization with uh, with the opposite sex or with anybody that you want to have sex with? Um, I'm working at a fishing lodge. And why does that mean you can't date? Uh, it's just, they're just the rules here. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, hold on. Let me get this straight. You're 29 years old. You originate uh-huh. from where? Where Where do you usually Portland. live? Portland. You usually, you usually live in Portland. And yeah. then how... And then how did your heart lead you to uh, a summer job working at a fishing lodge? Like, how did – I mean, I need to know, like, how how your I, brain got I you needed, to this point. I needed a reset in my daily habits. I felt stuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I thank did. you for listening. Yeah. Yeah, no, I – 
love your podcast. I listen to it all the time. Oh my god. Okay, well I'm 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 hanging up and I'm continue listening. I'm gonna get okay. some emails. If anything goes wrong, you know who to call though. Oh man. It takes all kinds. How exciting. I would never end up there. Fishing lodge in Alaska. That's just not where I see myself. Um, that's why people are so interesting and so dynamic. They come from all all different angles uh, with all different goals. Um, my goodness. All right. I'm going to get some intense Boy Crazy Radio emails. Oh, my God. I have one right here that looks like it will take me an eon to read. This is crazy. I kind of should get into this. The thing is, I haven't read any of these yet. And if I read them now, it'll be my first time reading them aloud. All right, I'm going to start here. I'm going to start here. First email question of the evening. Um, All right, from Maria. Hi, Alexi. I am so into your blog, and I love writing emails. And, And I have some issues going on. I would appreciate some help. It's actually 3 a.m., and I have homework to do, but I was scrolling your Instagram account and saw this text that you reposted from another girl that talks about being ready, ready, emotionally ready for love. It was something like, quote, it doesn't matter if they love you. You have to leave if they're not ready, end quote. Alexi, I was shocked. My last relationship was three years ago, and it was nothing very serious because I was very young and also a virgin. I had a hard time dealing with the fact that I didn't want to have sex with my ex, He was 19 and I was 16. So I went on a long journey where I ended up losing my virginity in a kibbutz in Israel, kibbutz in Israel, with some very hot guy. Wait a minute. This is already not making sense to me. But anyway, she loses her virginity in a kibbutz in Israel with some very hot guy. Uh, Alexi, it was very fun. It was nothing dramatic. I spent a long time there and I came back to Mexico and found out that I had put my shit together and that I'm 100% ready for a relationship now. I found this guy on Tinder who I didn't meet immediately after, but after three months of texting or so, we decided to finally meet up. Uh, When we met up, I did not find him that cute, but after a couple of dates, I found out that we're actually very alike, and then he's a very nice person and adorable too. So we started dating, and then we kissed and stuff. No sex yet, but I'm already confused. Um, Here's why. I'm a very sensitive and obsessive person, as many other girls are, I think. I like guys to be nice to me and can't stand it when they have asshole-ish attitudes. So he's not an asshole, but sometimes I just really feel like I'm way more committed than he is, even though he's 23 and I'm 19. I know we're not in a formal relationship yet, but it feels that I'm so much more ready than he is. I feel that, um, I feel that the way that we date is not the normal kind of dating. I mean, we have a very, like, open relationship. We're honest and like and very liberal and hippie. But I really don't know if there's a point where his personality and his lack of commitment meet. I know that you know what I'm talking about. I really hate this feeling of being more interested than him. But I really don't know if it's just the way he is or if he is not ready or not into me. What should I do? SOS Thanks for reading. I love you. Signed Maria. All right, Maria, here's what I say. Um you have to follow your intuition. You have to listen to your guts. You are already answering all of your own questions. You're not feeling fulfilled by this guy. You can tell that he's shut off. He's not as into it as you are. That doesn't seem to be working for you. It seems to be bothering you enough to write me, a stranger, an email about how you're not being fulfilled by this relationship. 
Uh, also, what happened to the original guy that you had a crush on uh, from the beginning of this story? You liked him. You went to Israel. You lost your virginity. You come back. You meet a dude on Tinder. I say go find the original dude that you had the hots for that you took a sabbatical from during your trip to Israel where you got all crazy and, you know, whatever. How do they say that? Uh, where you popped your cherry in Israel. Anyway, yeah, this, this dude sounds like a dud. He's not into it, right? Trust your gut. It's the most important thing you will ever learn. If you can do that and not be, you know, afraid to follow that, I swear to God, it'll be like a compass, like your internal compass that you can use for the rest of your life. You're not off. You're not crazy. It's not working. You're picking up on real shit. The dude sounds like a dud. And maybe he's fine. The guy could be fine. But it's, but it's not working for you. You're not into what he's giving you. So let some other dud girl date this dud dude. You know what I mean? All right. Oh, man. Reading emails, cold. A lot of pressure. Um, area code 310, who's this? Hello? Yes, it's you. What's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? Are you talking to me? I'm so talking to you. Who is this? Uh, this is Freddie. This is Freddie? And, uh, from Los Angeles. Okay. And uh, I just want to know, I'm just curious, uh, how long do you think it is before when you're going out with somebody and if you feel it for them, you feel love for them, when do you think it's appropriate or 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 uh if it's worthy to say that you really love the person? I mean, how long have you been dating this person? Well, let's say it's five months. It's five months. I think I think you would just know. I think I think it's gonna be like you're jumping off a cliff either way, right? Because when you make yourself vulnerable, you take the chance of the other person not reciprocating your feelings, but I don't know. Uh-huh. I, can't even, I, I can't tell you that. Wait, how old are you, by the way? And why do I feel like you're jerking off? I feel like something is off here. What's going on, Freddie? How old are you? What's happening? Is this a prank call? Well, I'm 38. You're 38. So I've been in love before, and I've, I've told women that I love them, but I haven't been married, and this is a girl I really feel that I could love and I'm feeling this for her, and I feel, well, rather than beat around the bush, it's better maybe to tell her now that I have these feelings. And even though it's early, because, you know, sometimes it becomes too late. Hmm. Well, I like that you're the guy. I like that you're the guy, and you'd be saying I love you first, because I have a rule where I ever say I love you first to the guy I'm dating, even if I know that I love him. I, uh-huh. I, just, I always want the man to say I love you first. Do you feel like she loves you back? Is it equal? Yeah, or? you know, it's like that It's like that Seinfeld episode when George uh, asked Jerry, he says, you know, I've never told someone I love him. And what if I do it and, and, and nothing comes back? And he says, yeah, that's a big uh, zero. That's a big, uh, I forget what he says, it's a big, big round egg sitting in your lap. So no one wants to say they love you without it coming uh-huh. back the same reciprocal. But, I mean, you know, at some point you got to say it and then, if it's not reciprocal, I think what you really have to, then you have to like sit back and go, well, maybe it's not right. If I have these feelings and that person doesn't, 
But I understand that you also have to wait and give them time. Yeah, here's the thing. If you say I love you, I think we should operate from this stance. If you say I love you right now and she Uh doesn't say it back or tells you she does not love you, which would be like Uh pretty pretty intense. That'd be hardcore if she actually said I don't love you. But how about this? If If you were to say I love you and she did not say it back to you, would you be able to handle that? How would that make you feel? You just have to fucking run for the hills and it'd be over? No, I'm not that emotional. I would just feel like, okay, that she didn't, she didn't take in my feelings and she, didn't, she wasn't reciprocal. It would probably make me feel different about her. But I might also say, look, I can wait a certain amount of time. But, like, you, get, you hit a certain age and don't you think, like, okay, it's either there or it's not. Yes, it needs oh. to grow. Okay, hold on one second. But now you have so many expectations on the other person. It's like, can't you just love her without even saying it? Or can't you just love her and say it and not have any expectation or, or a need for her to say it back? You know, like, what? Listen, what? What are you going to say? Listen, I could just stop dating her, period, and love her from afar and just call it a day. <laughs> but I mean, so what like, the hell do I need to, what do I need to put my heart out on the line for? What am I getting back? I mean, if I'm not getting anything back, hey, I'll just love her from afar. You're older than 38, though, I can tell. You sound older than 38. Really? I, you, do you think I'm, like, in my 70s? No, I just told me, you sound, and you sound so defensive. You sound so defensive because it's like you're pissed already that, like, the girl isn't reciprocating your stuff. Oh, no, I'm not pissed. I'm not pissed. I mean, I think when you've been around the block a little bit, you, you, you know, you, you, you're willing to take chances and, and not so, we'll worry about the repercussions. You'll Let just take you a shot. Let me ask you something. Do you like... The the what what's the quality of the relationship minus saying I love you or whatever all that bullshit like I mean love yeah. is a beautiful thing and it's great but like when you're with her uh-huh. how is it to, how is it to be with her fun we just have a great time and we really connect and we you know we have uh, you know we just have a great time and we talk and you know I always say like if you're you know if you spend some time with someone you don't and you get to know them. You don't always have to be talking. You don't always have to be performing. So, like, give me, an ex- give me an example. Like, on a Sunday, you could just be sitting reading the Sunday papers, not talking for an hour and a half, but you're, you're in tune with each other's heads. So that says something, too. So why don't you just let it be that instead of, like, it's almost like you want to fuck this relationship over because it's so easy and fluid and you're into it. By like making uh-huh. it's like you're setting yourself up for this new challenge where you're like, okay, well it's going pretty great. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tell her that uh-huh. I love her. But if she doesn't uh-huh. fucking say it back, I am done. Like, like so. Why don't you just let it be what it is? Why? And, and I don't know that. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, and don't introduce this new obstacle for her to uh-huh. fail at. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? I'm sure she loves you in her way. Some people don't even know what that word, what those words mean or, or don't know how to just right. let it be what it is. You sound like you're having just a lovely time with her and uh, you sound like a handful. And if you could find, if you found some woman that can, that likes you, I mean, this is great. Like is enough. It sounds like you guys are right. having a great time. Do you have sex? Right. Well, yeah, of course we do. It's, 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 you know, it's all over the house. I mean, what can I well, tell you? What do I know? How do I know these things? What do you mean? Of course you do. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta ask. Are you sure? How old are you really? You're not 38. Don't you dare. I mean, okay, I'm 44. I'm 44. You're, okay. Wait, why did you lie? You think when you call into it's already embarrassing. You're calling into a podcast. Well, you said I. You said I sounded younger, so I figured I'd go with it. You no, sound I'm young. Just, you sound young. 
I never said you sounded young, but that's neither here nor there. The first, first off, if you're calling into a podcast, all bets are off. Okay, like I get why, you know, yeah. maybe you'd want to lie about your age. Then second, you're calling into a podcast called Boy Crazy Radio. Is that why, right. you know, and so things are getting embarrassing even further with a podcast that title, you know, you know, that right. name. Right, well, not for so, me. Not well, for well, me. So, what do I care? So, so why did you lie about your age? I don't know. You said, I heard you say, wow, you sound really young. So I thought, okay, 38 sounds young. So I said 38. It's not a crime. I mean, listen, uh, I'm not going to get arrested for it. I don't think I mean, you will. My God, I think you're probably very strict in your relationships. I think you you oh. probably have a lot of rules. I am a monster. I am a nightmare. I know. it. <laughs> I know, you probably, define. You, you know, it's a piece, a guy is a piece of clay. You mold him to exactly what you want. And then when the you, clay dries. What? You don't know a god, that is so not true. First of all, you have no idea what I'm like in a relationship. Oh. But I like, I like hearing this though. So I, okay, let me get this straight. So I mold the dude like a piece yeah. of clay. You mold him to the vision that you think he should be. And then when he's not, you know, he's trying. But when he's not, good, goodbye. See ya. Wait, do we date? No, I don't. I, I've never met you. I don't know you. I, I don't know anything about you. you know, and how did you, well, you end up here? <laughs> I just did. What are you asking all these questions? I thought, I don't know. You, you called into my show. I just want to know what led you to me, because this could be our meet cute. This is how we fall in love. I want to know how you... Like, Honey, we're not falling in love. Trust I me when you. I tell you, we're I not know. falling in love. Oh, oh, I know, I know. And I'm not a comic. I'm not, I'm not a comic. I never... What? What are you talking about? I never said you were, so you are a comic? No, I'm not a comic, because I know you do stand-up. I don't do... What? Listen, Freddie, this is getting real weird, real fast. You know what the problem is, though? When I when I try to mold... You, you're right. You, you've got me. The problem is, I don't ever mold them because they won't mold. Is that... So that's your issue, that you want them to be something and they just never will do it. <laughs> no. What is my issue? My issue is... Oh, so boring. It's also boring. I'm happy being single. I am... I'm single. I'm fine. Everything's great. Now, you're young. How many relationships that you've had have lasted more than a couple of years? Uh, I was in a five-year relationship, and then I was in a two-year relationship, and then I was in a two-two-year two-two-year relationships, one one-year relationship, and one five-year relationship, and then some wow. six-monther, some two-monther. Yeah, I've I've do the work. You've been right. around the block. I've been around the block, Fredster. I, I know what's going on here, but I'm just, I, listen. All I want—I don't want you to ruin your relationship. I think that okay. what you have is. You know what? You've made me. You've made me decide. I'm not telling her that I have feelings for her. We're going to go ahead, read the papers on Sunday, barely talk, and um, that's Sunday. Monday we'll talk, and we're just going to have a good time. And, and not put anything on it. That's it. I like it. You know we what? Don't have... if you, you don't have to deal with labels and words like love or whatever. And how about this? You're right. Maybe, maybe she should be, maybe she should be the first woman in history uh, 
to say I love you first. Let her squirm and wriggle and, and feel weird about it. Let her come to you and say I love you because I think you need that from her. And by the way, she can always you can always flip her the number to my podcast and she can talk to me. And so I can get to the bottom of it, and then you can listen. Oh, there's to no it. way I'm doing that. Then you could say you talked to Freddie, and Freddie said this, and Freddie said that. And you know how women gossip. I mean, come on. you be My name will be all over town. It's true. And on that note, I'm putting you on pause. Freddie's on pause, putting him in a cubbyhole. Let him listen to the show. Oh, wow. Freddie, that was great. I felt good. I felt like... I felt some old-timey goodness. I mean, like, he's not old. He's, I don't know how old he is, 38, 44. But I felt like uh, I felt like he would make a good boy crazy radio sidekick because we're clearly not in love. We're not flirting. But we're, like, butting heads, which is important. I like the friction. I like the dynamic. That was fun stuff right there. Oh, you guys. So many more thoughts and feelings. Oh, my God. How, did, how is it 52 minutes into the show? How did this happen? This is out of control. Um... I'm going to read another email because the first one went swimmingly. Oh, my God. There's a long one right here that is just like I want to get into it, but I'm I'm scared for you. And if we have any male listeners, you know, Freddie and whoever else might be out there listening to the show, men don't like to hear all this shit. It's a lot of words, a lot of bullshit. Ugh, that's the female misogynist in me creeping out that I was raised with that I, I've had to desperately break free from. Um Oh, that's another thing that happened this week. So I had my mom, I had, a, a, okay, so I had some stuff with my mom, like personal stuff I had to deal with, uh, family stuff, uh, where I was worried about her. And then I get these two weird letters from my dad, because two weeks ago, I made the mistake, or three weeks ago, I made the mistake of uh, wishing my dad a happy Father's Day, which sounds really normal, except for the fact that I haven't talked to him in two years, because... I clearly have daddy issues. That's why I have a website called I'mBoyCrazy.com. So many bizarro experiences and acted out so much sexually and, you know, just making bad decisions for myself and whatever. Lots of stuff because I have daddy issues. It's boring. It's an age-old story. Nobody cares, but it is my life. But I'm in therapy. I'm healthy. I do this podcast. I know who I am. So three weeks ago, I decide, I mistakenly decide to call my father for the first time in two years on Father's Day and wish him a happy Father's Day. Um, and he picks up the phone and he goes, yes. And I go, hey, Daddy, it's me. It's, uh, it's Alexi. Um, he's like, well, he's like what, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? Um, and I'll have you know on a side note of a side note, uh, our entire dynamic I'm fine and great and a wonderful child, and he's a monster. I swear to God. I'm not just saying that because I want to paint myself out to be an angel. I swear to God, my dad is delusional, has a revisionist, like, history, memory, making, whatever. And uh, he's just, oh, my God, the stories are too boring. But he's just, like, really intense. He's definitely girl crazy and a misogynist and... 30 years older than my mom and just would say the most gnarly shit to me when I was little about like women and all these things. And I was just, anyway, so I was kind of like raised to be his little sidekick and his best friend. And then when I turned 13, well, I became a teenager and I developed a personality and I didn't hate him, but he hated the fact that I was like going off on my own and becoming like a woman or a human being or something. Um, 
yeah, so we would go in and out of not speaking to one another because I realized, you know, and this is for everybody out there, just because somebody's your parent doesn't mean, you know, I mean, this is so obvious, but sometimes you need a reminder, a little bit of a gentle reminder. Just because they're your parent doesn't mean they're good for you or that they're a good person or that they should not be cut out of your life. Um, yeah, so I realized that I was better off without having my father in my life because every time he'd be around or every interaction I would have with him as an adult or, you know, basically my entire life, every time I'd have an interaction with him, I would, it would just have this ripple effect in my life where I'd get really moody or I'd, you know, I'd end up getting in a fight with my mom or my whoever my boyfriend was at the time because my father just has this huge effect on me because he's so nasty and not very nice. So I call him up to wish him a happy Father's Day and that kind of ends in like me saying, so do you miss me? And he went, never ask a man if they miss you or if they love you because you won't like the answer. So I was like, okay. And then he hung up on me. So two weeks after that phone call, I get a, a letter, a certified letter in the mail. And it's from him because he's such a control freak. He has to make sure that he sends me a certified letter. And uh, I finally get it and I read it. And it's basically telling me that he's like embarrassed that I'm his daughter. And he's just all these horrible, horrible things. And I degenerated to uh, whatever, just these things. So he had high hopes, high hopes for me, but like we don't have a relationship. It's like, this is a very nasty, mean letter that you expect a parent to be a parent. And, and uh, you know, anyway, he's, he's crazy. So I call him up and I go, listen, I love you. I don't know who you think I am or who this person is you're writing about in this letter, but that's not me. I love you. I love you. I don't want to not get along with you. I love you. He gets off the phone with me. A week later, I get another letter from him. This time, uh, it's another another control thing because he can't call me or stay on the phone with me. He has to, like, get off the phone immediately. Um, so that's so that he's in control and then he handles me by like writing a letter to me that I can't respond to because he won't answer his phone or hang hang up on me and it's all one-sided via a letter and this second letter is like shorter and more nasty and I'm laughing about it now but it really affected me I mean this week was like a really fucked up week because I was like worried worried about my mom and then I'm getting these fucking horrible gnarly letters that turned me that made me just spiral downward from my father the second letter was like everything you touch dies i want nothing to i want nothing to do with you every everyone you know and everything you touch dies and you know that's just not true so that was intense and um i don't even know what the point of that story was don't call your dad on father's day is that the point well those are two intense things that uh yeah, that was like just something really fucking crazy. Oh, so, so yeah, the point is just because your father or your mother is your mother or your father doesn't mean you need to have them in your life because if they're fucked up assholes who make your life worse, by all means, cut contact. I, that's how I prefer it. I made the mistake of going back in. No, thank you, never again. So thank God for my mom. And her words of wisdom and all my friends who let me read those letters to them, 
because they're so wonderful. They're like, we love you. You're not that. Who's this guy? What, what's he talking about? He doesn't even know you. He's delusional. Like, and you know what? I feel better. I just had to vent to tell you guys because it's my podcast. Um, I'm going to read another email sent to, uh, sent to me. Subject line, Big Sis. And this one is from Sophia. Dear Lexi, I hope your evening's going well. I recently discovered your podcast and have been listening to your episodes nonstop. Thank you for taking the time to help us and sharing your bright personality. Uh, my name is Sophia. I'm 25. I don't have much relationship experience, so I would appreciate your advice on the situation. I've been dating this guy for almost half a year now, and he's been really sweet and respectful of the pace I set. A few days ago, we had a conversation where I learned about his ex of three years. He was only a few months out of that relationship when we started dating. I couldn't help myself and found her Facebook, and she seems much more extroverted and experienced than I am. I know it's terrible to look up an ex because that just leads to me feeling insecure and second-guessing our relationship. It's been great with him so far, and he's definitely looking at this in the long term. Even as much as I want to concentrate on our relationship, though, uh, I can't. I just can't help but thinking about him saying the same things that he's saying to me to his ex-girlfriend. I understand that at this age, most guys have been in serious relationships, that she was once a special person in his life, and that they broke up for a reason. So I should just move on. But Alexi, I don't know how to move on. I don't know why I'm feeling so confused right now. I would love to hear your advice on dealing with learning about exes and how not to second-guess things as, as the guy says now. Thank you. Best, Sophia. Here's the deal, Sophia. Come on. This is, you know, we are all going through this. This is, you have to, here's the thing. You can't start, I have so many things to say. Your boyfriend didn't do anything wrong. Please, all girls, this is for everybody, anybody in a relationship, don't punish your partner for shit they didn't do wrong. He has a past. He has an ex-girlfriend. He didn't do anything wrong. Okay, I get it if he says something fucked up to you, if he hits you, if he is rude, if he's a jerk, whatever. That's, yeah, then then you've got a problem. You're mad at him for simply having a past. You're, in, you're insecure. Your ego's taken a hold of you. And we all do it. Like, that's why it's so scary. Like, you should, you know, it's so easy to, like, Google and, and stalk your boyfriend's ex-girlfriends on Instagram and Facebook and whatever, just the internet, it's not going to make you feel good. Okay, you already did it. Now you have to stop. Stop going down weird wormholes on Instagram and seeing if and when she likes your boyfriend's photos and looking for comments and looking for photos of them happy together and comparing your weight and your body and your face and her personalities to each other. Like, cut it out. Here's the thing. It's over. He's not with her anymore. He's with you. All right? And you just have to trust him that he wants to be with you. And, you know, you want to be with him. They're not to get and also be thankful that he has some past experience dating. He's probably gonna be less of a fuck up and a bad boyfriend because he you know, hopefully he'll learn from mistakes uh and things that he learned in his past relationship. All right? So stop spiraling. Take control of your mind. I swear to God, this is so important. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. This isn't happening to you. You don't have to be jealous. Just because you heard about your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend doesn't mean 
you have to go down that typical wormhole and have that expected reaction of seeking her out on the internet and comparing yourself. You don't have to do that. You actually have control and power over where you put your thoughts and where you put your attention and where you put your energy. So rise to the occasion. Stop yourself from doing the obvious lame thing, which we have all done, but we're trying to learn and not and be better people and not do that anymore. And put that energy that you would have used to stalk her and put it towards work or schoolwork or you know, dreaming about your own future and your life and, and exercising and hanging out with your friends and your family and spending time with your current boyfriend. Like, and don't bring this up with your boyfriend. Don't be like, oh, I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't have done this, but I did. And I'm kind of jealous about the ex-girlfriend. I'm looking at the photos and she likes your pictures. Don't. Don't. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. He, talk about this with your friends. I'm glad you wrote to me. I'm talking to you about it. Don't put this on your boyfriend's shoulders because he doesn't need to hear this bullshit, all right? It's exhausting. It's unnecessary. It makes you look lame and overly emotional and jealous. And I get it. I'm a girl too. I've done it too. Just fucking reroute your thoughts. Reroute your energy. You've talked about it to all your friends, I'm sure. You've gotten it out of your system, I'm sure. You wrote to me. I'm giving you great advice. Now fucking cut it the fuck out. Put the eye back on the prize, and the prize is you. Focus on yourself, not this lame jerk that he's not with anymore, okay? It's a lesson to every girl, every guy, every girl and guy. I feel like more girls do that than guys do. I don't know. I'm a girl. I do that. All my other girlfriends have done that. But it's not cool. We're not doing it anymore. All right. Yeah, that's what somebody taught me. Oh, area code 909, what are you doing? Where's Where's the 909? Hey, 909, Hello. Inland Empire. Hi. What's up? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Tell me everything. Uh, I'm calling from the Inland Empire. My name is uh, Andy. I've talked to you a few times before. Um, What's happening tonight? Um, Not much. Actually, I was, I was just calling just to kind of... Uh, just tell you about what's going on with me lately, like dating-wise. But it's really interesting about uh, the last advice that you're giving to. What, what was her name? Sophia. Yes. Um, I uh, recently um, there was a girl. Uh, I can't say. I don't want to say. Ah, uh, no, she's not listening. Her name is Cassie. Um, she. Uh, I started dating her. Well, not dating her. We kind of started seeing each other, sort of. Last year, um, last summer, actually, and um, I've been in and out, or I was in and out of uh, like a four-year relationship with my ex um, at the time, and we were broken up at the time when we started uh, dating, or like mm-hmm. kind of hooking up, and she did the same thing that Sophia did, and she, uh, you know, like lurked my ex like super sick, and um and like started feeling really like you know and not well yeah insecure she was just felt like threatened just because i was still kind of in touch with her and um it was really awkward one time we went to go eat breakfast really uh like really late at night we were like hanging out really late and um 
to the wee hours of the morning and we got breakfast and she like started crying at breakfast like in front of a lot of people like right in the morning and I was it was really really awkward for me at least um and we didn't really like uh like continue anything after that we just uh ended up kind of like keeping in touch and kind of sort of being friends but every time we'd see each other we'd kind of flirt but not really you know not committing to flirting and not really you know expecting anything out of it and then most recently um she was at a bar um and i seen her and she ended up coming back with me and my friends to uh my friend's house because they have a house not far from the bar and we ended up hooking up recently like and it was the first time we ever hooked up and it was really really strange and now it's really weird because she has she like posts pictures of this one other guy on her Instagram and he's like all over her Instagram and they're not dating but it's just they're like a thing. I don't know. Wait, don't know. I'm confused. So wait, so Kathy had an issue at breakfast and burst into tears about you being friends with your ex girlfriend and then recently you 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 ended so you ended it with Kathy and then recently you made out with Kathy again. Cassie with 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 an S. Oh, Cassie, and Cass- then and now Cassie. Ca- you, Cassie you and- makes me think of an older woman. Anyways. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. So, so and then now Cassie <laughs> has a boyfriend that she's posting photos of on on in, and, uh, on Instagram. Well, he's not her boyfriend. He's just like a thing, like a, a, like a ongoing thing, I guess. Cause, like she kind of like bailed. Like actually, now that I think about it, she kind of like stopped hooking up with me because of him in a way because he kind of had a hold on her in a way and like but like he was like this drummer in this band and he's like you know handsome guy you know but but i guess Ew, he was band? just not what really band? uh i can't say what band then it's going to just be all over the place and then everybody's like it's going to everybody's going to know my exactly who it is it it's just my ex-boyfriend my ex-boyfriend no he's it's not drummer. he it's, he's okay. not they're not from a band from the LA area no no my ex-boyfriend Okay, well, my ex... Okay, cool. I was making sure. Oh, yeah, see. There you go. Okay. Um, you're fine. You're fine. No, um, but she just, like, posts pictures of him, and I'm just like, well, okay, well... Well, she she did the same exact thing to me last year. I just keep getting shitted on for some reason. I don't know. Um, but I just got done by my ex uh, in March? Or no, May. May. And I kind of started talking to her again, but she's really standoffish. And then that night we hooked up, and it was like uh, we hung out pretty much all night at my friend's house. And then I took her, her and her friend home because her friend was too, uh, too um, drunk to drive. And I Wait, hadn't drank drink that night. Wait, uh, but where is this going? Are you just telling me that your history of your yeah, dating I'm in just, the last few months? <laughs> well, no, yeah, I'm just calling to talk. I don't know. No, I I love it. No, but I have a question. So you you ended a thing in April. Yeah. Was that with Kathy or a different person? No, that was with my ex that we were on and off for like four years. Oh, so Kathy had yeah. a right to be a bit jealous because you were still hooked into your ex. No, I, we were just friends. I mean, we would keep in touch with each other. I mean, because I mean, how do you not keep in touch with someone you're with for four years? But well, people, and we wouldn't like hang out. Yeah, we wouldn't, like, hang out. We would just, like, you know, exchange high and buys whenever we would, because it was a small kind of 
social circle and okay okay but know. here's my question so so wait was cassie was your breakup again with your with your most serious girlfriend was that after things ended with cassie so did you get back together with your serious girlfriend after cassie yeah there you go see so she had an inclination that's... she knew that you still loved the ex and that's and listen she she had her feelings hurt because she loves you and she knew there's a thing that was you know, and whatever. It says that that's too her feelings were just hurt. That's all, and she knew it. Yeah, she I mean, but sidebar, that's kind of what I was kind of driving at for uh, homegirl uh, Sophia. Because that that's just you can be weary of stuff like that because it happens. Yeah, but you guys are having communication. He's yeah, yeah. But, but her letter is. Uh, he he just mentioned that she he had a girlfriend right? in the past. Yeah, you guys were you and your ex were having communication, and the other girl was like picking up on that, and you're like, "Yeah, she's in my life still." This guy just said, "Yeah, I had an ex that I went out with for this month." But it you know, could be a like, thing, and it could it could uh, like affect her, like you know, overall, like I don't know, to not let it bother her, I guess, because that's kind of what happened with Cassie, because she kept bringing it up pretty often to me. And she was like, well, I mean, you still don't talk to Remy. And, and I'm like, oh, well. So did, it drive had, you, did it drive you back to your ex? In a way, yeah. Because, I mean, my ex was, I mean, obviously she was my ex and we were together for so long because she was easy to talk to. So it's like, oh, I'd rather talk to someone that's easy to talk to rather than someone who's going to just keep bringing shit up all the time. That's that's one valid point. I'm I'm saying goodbye to you. I'm gonna to get to another call, but I'm gonna reflect on this for a moment. But I'd love you call. Thank you very much for calling, Andy. I appreciate it. Um, that's something to be said for that. Okay, here's a takeaway bit of a kernel of wisdom, if you will. Yeah, if you're jealous of the ex, don't keep talking about the ex to the boyfriend because it just makes the boyfriend think of his ex, and then all of a sudden you're putting her on a pedestal, and making her this important topic of conversation, and make sure her look cool. All right, don't do that. That's what happened with Andy and Cassie and the, the ex-girlfriend. Cassie drove Andy right back to the ex. Or did she? I don't know, but it seems like it. I'm just going to say it. That's what happened. Um, but in so oh, God, now poor Sophia. Sophia's completely confused now. I'm like, God, oh, don't worry, Sophia. You're with your boyfriend. You got this. This is cool. You're fine. And then Andy calls up and basically is like, yeah, I don't know, Sophia. Uh, Alex doesn't look good. I mean, probably... They're probably getting back together. <laughs> no. So, Sophia, you're fine. Just listen to my original um, advice. Oh, area code 720. Who's that? Hi. Hello. Hi. What's your, how are you? What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Um, my name's Molly. I'm 23. And I'm actually calling from Wyoming, but I live in Denver. <laughs> I so love this. Yeah. <laughs> Wyoming, um, Denver, you, me. Let's get to yeah. it. What's happening? Oh, yeah. So I'm calling about this guy who I'm not dating, and I don't necessarily want to date anyone. I just enjoy hanging out with him, and I know he enjoys hanging out with me. I met him through my best friend, through the guy she's dating. He's friends with the guy she's dating. So, you know, we met one night, and we really hit it off. He was the one who asked me for my number, and um, we've hung out a few times since. You know, we've hung out a few times by ourselves, and then a few times kind of on a double date with our friends. And every time is really chill, you know, um, when we hang out by ourselves, we stay up all night talking and like, it's really great. And we've hooked up one time. And so anyways, it's going really good when we're together. But whenever we're not together, I never hear from him. And he doesn't text me back. And I feel like, 
you know, he's not into it. And I've even kind of asked him, like, what's up, like, where he's coming from. And, like, you know, he he's not looking for a relationship, and I'm not looking for a relationship. You know, it's just kind of like we're hanging out, and that's cool, and I'm into it. But it's just frustrating because I feel like even on a friendship level, like, I never know, I guess, where he's coming from. Even, I don't know. <laughs> even oh, my like God. Let me get this straight. I'm a little okay. bit confused. Okay, so wait. Okay. Give me the give me the issue in like one quick sentence. So, because I might I can't tell if you're like into this guy or not into the guy. Like, well, what's going on? I, I'm I'm super into him, but it's not like I want him to be my boyfriend. Like, I'm in it. I'm fine with it. Just being like we're hooking up, we're hanging out. Um, but it's like I feel like he, like it's always me, like kind of like bugging him to hang out. I feel like he's kind of like not into it but then when we're together then it's like super cosmic connected like yes we're into each other this is great but then when we're not together I feel like I'm just like bothering him you know oh my god that's interesting okay I just got out of I was dating a guy and when we would hang out it would be really lovely but he would be the one always coming after me and and he felt like he was bothering me and I and was I'm in like in a weird place where it's like I kind of just could easily be left alone. Or if I'm not if I'm not all perked up when you're coming for me, you know that kind of yeah. means something because I'm either in a mood or I'm preoccupied or I'm just not feeling it or I'm not feeling it the way maybe he wants to feel it. And anyway, here's the thing: stop coming after this guy. That's what I think. Because even if you have a magical time, awesome. Like that's cool that you have magical times. And even though you say you don't want a relationship and whatever, but you have a good time and you're together, but you feel like you're bothering him, stop coming coming towards him and just see what he does. Like, leave it. Like, don't do anything. That's what I, I want you to do. Nothing. Like, just back off and, and see if he reaches out for you because that's what you need now. Well, the other thing that's kind of weird, too, because like I said, we hooked up one time. And that was the second to last time. And then the next time we hung out, you know, I was kind of expecting that we would hook up again. And we didn't. Like, it was kind of, you know, like, all night he was being affectionate. You know, like, we were kind of cuddling and stuff. And there was one time when he kissed me, and it was just a peck, and that was it. And then at the end of the night, um, I, I like, borrowed my mom's car because I don't have a car. And I had to bring her car back at 5 a.m. So we stayed up all night talking until 5 a.m., and, you know, like I said, he was affectionate. He kissed me once. We didn't hook up. And then when he walked me to my car, he got really weird. And he, like, gave me a side hug. And then he, like, walked away. And I was like, that's weird that like, he didn't kiss me goodbye. And so we walked down the street. And then he came back. And he was like, do you know how to get home? And I was like, yeah. And then he kind of gave me a more, like, intense hug. But then he walked away without kissing me again. And I was like, why would he come back here? Like, obviously, he knew I knew how to get home, you know. So it was just Listen, like. Yeah, was I don't advice. That's weird vibes. Like, again, this, like, I swear to God, trust your intuition. Weird vibes. Things are feeling clunky. It feels weird to you. It doesn't feel like you want it to or how it should ideally feel when things are just, like, flowing all cool and, like, it's all copacetic and, like, the dude's into you and you're into the dude and it's all great. Here's what I think. Yeah. I, here's what I'm guessing. Because this sounds, you know, forgive me if I'm wrong, but let me just suggest mm-hmm. this. Everything he's doing is shit that I have done to guys when I feel guilty about trying to wriggle out of the situation. So, like, you guys have already been romantic and you've already kind of been going one direction. And now it's like, okay, you're just cuddling and you're kissing. And, like, he's like, oh, he gives you a hug. He doesn't kiss you. He knows that's probably a weird. So he goes back in again for another awkward hug because he's, like, trying to compensate for, you know, 
letting you down or not being what you are expecting of him, like not delivering what you might be expecting, you know? So here's yeah. what, here's, here's, here's whatever is going on with him. Cause I don't know him and I don't know any of these people calling in tonight, but I'm giving my best judgment. And, and I really think that you should just don't text him. Just like do nothing. Like don't reach out to him at all. I appreciate your advice so much because it's so straightforward. All of my friends were like, oh, maybe it's this and that. And I think I needed to hear exactly what you just said. And I think yeah, I knew like, it too, but I think I just like needed to hear it <laughs> straight up. Yeah, and it's, okay, and it's okay. And it doesn't mean like there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean like anything bad. It's like who knows what he's going through? Because I have guy friends who are like, listen, here's, here, here are the options. Because not that you need to hear this, but I want to put it out there. Um okay, maybe he's just not feeling it anymore for you. And that's fine. If that's the case, it's okay. Who cares? You felt you felt it and not felt it for dudes. And it's like, doesn't mean they're horrible people or should be murdered. It just means like, that's what life is like. Like you turn on, you turn off. Like we're just figuring everything out. No big deal. Maybe he likes somebody else. Maybe he's not in the mood to have sex. Maybe he's just like depressed. Maybe he's stressed, you know, like, and sometimes I know that when I'm stressed and my guy friends are stressed or depressed or worried about money or responsibilities or anything else, you shut down and you go, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I just don't want to have sex. I don't want to be romantic. Like it's just, it's like impossible. Like I'll be in situations with a guy that I've had wonderful sex with many times and I'll be like, I just don't want to be t- like, please don't stick your dick in me. Like, get away from me. Like, and and I actually know men that are like, yeah, I just like, I want to hang out. I want to watch a movie, but like, I know she's gonna be mad at me if I don't try to have sex with her. But like, I'm not feeling like having sex with anybody. I don't want to. And like, I have to ice. I have to ice her out now because I don't want to deal with like the eyes she gives me when, you know, when I don't have sex with her because she's all insecure that it's her. So. Bottom line is, back to the original advice, just don't contact him at all and then see what he does. And also, like, be okay if he just wants to be friends. If you have to decide, like, if he just wants to be your friend, like, you know, maybe that's a possibility. But, like, just ice him out for now and then see what he does because that will be really telling. Right on. Thank you. I appreciate you're, it. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Thanks. Yeah, have a good one. You too. Um, I kind of want follow-ups. You know, I want I want everybody who's called tonight to follow up and tell me what the fuck happens with their dilemma, or like with you know with the aftermath of their story. Um, see, ooh, all right, five one zero. What's five one zero? Five one zero. Hey, hey, how are you doing? This is. Uh, I'm doing well. This is Q. Haven't spoken to you in about five months. You're a suit and tie black guy. How are Very you? Exciting. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. <clears throat> uh, it's been quite a while since I last spoke with you, so I just want to recap on some great information that I have found in concern with men, and maybe it can add to your your repertoire. Okay. So I'm doing a lot of speaking engagements and what have you, <clears throat> and what I found out with the dating world is now that people feel empowered to just sleep around, a lot of guys and lesbians, but we'll just say guys, a lot of guys are taking advantage of people who just want to sleep around. Because what people I think don't understand is with that, just like you said in your relationship, you go in knowing kind of sort of what you want to do. 
but in some of the calls that you've fielded so far, some people are not really knowing what they want to do, and it's confusing even you. And wolves, which is what I'll call them, they pick up on that. They pick up on, okay, <clears throat> I know I make you wet, but I have no vested interest past hooking up a couple of times. Now, you, you want to hook up at your leisure. That's not what I'm here for. Then you'll say, well, why don't I just say that? That's not my job. The culture now is you need to know what you're doing just like I need to know what I'm doing. But what's happening is I think people, even with the gentleman who spoke, they're still trying to hold on to the philosophy of, well, you're a human being too. You should let me know. No. You got to be real confident in what you're doing and then let the other people figure out whether they want to stick around or not. Because if you're not confident in what you're doing, you guys are just going to hang out while good people pass you by. And then when you get tired of each other, you of him or him of her, then you're going to go your separate ways. And that's what a lot of these things I kind of hear. Uh, my last point on a lot of things that I, because uh, I'm working on a book uh, about uh, this particular topic. But the last point I wanted to say is it seems that a lot of guys are very emotionally involved in hookups, which it shouldn't be. And these guys appear, appear to be very indecisive about what they're doing as guys. And then you, which is one of the reasons I like listening to the archives of your show, I'll hear these guys not really being confident about what they're doing past getting the hookup. And that's where a lot of these problems come about, it seems. It seems like a, a lot of guys really don't understand, hey, look, <clears throat> I got stuff that I'm doing. I got things that I'm doing, what have you. Um, I kind of like this chick. Let me be assertive and tell her, hey, I like you. I would like for you to stick around and be long term. Or, hey, you know what? The hookup is great, uh, but I got a lot of stuff going on. So as long as you still want to hook up. See, guys are not that forthcoming anymore the way they used to be. So I think that's what's causing a lot of the back and forth, forth and back. You know what's so interesting? I actually had a date with a guy yesterday and we were having a really good conversation about just about all this stuff. Cause you know, I, I, you know, I'm fascinated by like human behavior and I'm a really good communicator in, in my life. And, and this guy was talking about how, you know, he does bring that up when he goes on a, on a date with girls and he, and he has to like, you know, uh, you know, I just thought it was interesting that, that he, when he's going to have sex, you know, that he, he compartmentalizes and then he communicates that to women and then you know just a lot of the women don't listen they don't hear that right. you know what i mean um but, and for me but oh, it was said oh, oh, oh. what would you say but it was said but it was said and it's so important and like and i actually i really respected that and he was talking about how like with a girl that he wants to that he that he actually wants to date he doesn't date casually when he does date he doesn't that's when he slows down and he doesn't have sex right away but it's the girls that he just wants to hook up with. He'll have sex with those girls right away and be like, but this is this, just so you know. And, like, if you can't hang with that. But he says that, and I think that's so important. And I'll do that as a woman with men. But men are even more, they're not used to a woman kind of, because that's a masculine thing to do, to kind of right. say say what they mean. We're all say, like, I don't want anything from you. This is really fun. It's cool to make out. But I am, like, 
mm-hmm. focusing on work and like I can't be tethered to anything right now. And my God, men definitely don't hear it when a woman says it, or at least when I say it, it's like very rare. So, um, oh, here's one thing I wanted to say, and now I'm just going off on a tangent. But uh, the interesting thing is, I'm noticing with 20 somethings, maybe mid to late 20 somethings, early 30 somethings nowadays, with all these dating apps like Tinder and OkCupid, okay, and there's a new one called Raya. They're like so many, there are millions of these dating applications. Uh, I'm noticing from what my friends are telling me and from what how I feel personally, I'm not as into the hookup, and it's not even an age thing. It's I'm not even as into the hookup as I used to be because there's so many options right at my fingertips. The options are making me feel so panicked and so overwhelmed by all the options at my fingertips that it makes me go, fuck, I just want to be with one person. This is crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's too, it's too many like, swipe right, swipe right. Oh, I got a match. Oh my God. All of a sudden I've got, you know, I'm a woman. I've, I've, uh, I have like 50 matches with all these good looking men. Oh my God. I'm texting with all these new good looking men that I've never met. Oh my God. I'm exhausted. This is too much. They're all wolves. They're all coming for me. I just want one wolf who's willing to be on the same page with me. You know what I mean? Like, so it's interesting that younger people, and I, I, I swear to God, I've been having this conversation with them. It's actually going the other way. Where right. All, because all, yeah. Yeah. Go on. No, no, you finish. No, it's just, uh, it's just an interesting thing where all the choices, it's, it makes you go full circle where you go, Oh fuck, maybe simplicity is where it's at because now I'm overwhelmed by the choice that technology has given us. And, and uh, and it's actually I'm, I have lots of friends who are in their 20s and their 30s and their early 30s. They're they're being abstinent. They're being celibate. I mean, even for me, and I have a website and a blog called Boy Crazy. Like I, right. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, who the fuck are all these people? Too many choices. Too many people all coming at me. I need a moment. I need a moment because the culture right now is like. You can feel like, it's just like so much. It's just like too much. Okay. It's interesting. Yeah, go on. Let's see, that's, that's, that's the unique thing that when people used to say, say about ladies' liberation, that was the one part of it that was somewhat of a downfall. Basically, you're saying, okay, well, ladies were at one point in time in such a structured mindset where the good part of it was they picked people for legacy long term. They really didn't, and, and not every choice was a great choice, but they tried to look at things for the long term, for the sake of the kids and what have you. Now, people are bailing out on stuff so quick because they have mm-hmm. all these choices, which is your point. So you got 42 different penises, and you're just focusing on the penis. Or in the case with lesbians, you got all these different types no. of women. To do. No, no, I, no. I'm, okay. I mean, I'm just, okay. Go on. But I'm, I'm going to take another call in a moment. Wrap, okay. wrap up this idea. Let's, no, wrap up what you want to say. So, so you got all these boys. <clears throat> you're, if you're so focused on the, the sizes and the curves, but you're not vested in which one you'd like to stick around, that's the problem. And then you'll mess around, and a decade has passed, and you've achieved nothing. And to your greater point, Business people really don't have time for all that. Business people are more so, hey, look, I like sex too, but I'd rather have sex with somebody that we could play air hockey with rather than somebody I have to 
kind of liquor myself up to even look at this person after two years. You, you know what no, I'm saying? I'm, so no, I think I'm, that, I'm telling you, yeah, I'm so with you. I'm so with you. Or I'm getting to the point where I just, I just feel like I don't even. I'm learning now. What I've learned is even just if I kiss somebody and I make out, I, I kiss somebody uh, one night when I'm out and about. Even that, I'm learning is too much to give to the wrong person because it hooks them. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, God, I've got to extricate myself from this weird situation because I decided to kiss somebody on a whim that I didn't really care for. But now they're, I took the chance and now they're into it. Now they're coming. And, and I'd rather just move slower. Actually, take Look, my I'm, time. Get to know. I'm going to hang up. Okay. I'm, I'm going to hang up. I'm going to hang up the phone. But let me leave you with this that I told you five months ago. And then look at all the people who are good that you possibly passed up on, focusing too much on the hookup. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Um, I mean, I do have to say, though, sometimes you're in different emotional phases and, and hormonal points in your life where it's like you're living your life, you're in school, you're excited about the world, you're learning what you like and what you don't like. You have to have moments, of course, where you're hooking up and making out and having relationships and and the goal isn't necessarily to stop and be with anybody you know i mean like you don't have to get married you don't have to have kids you don't have to end up with anybody it's okay to be single also so it's not like you're not letting all these great people pass by if you don't notice them it's like you're not in the developmental state where you're ready for them or, or they aren't they aren't the right person for you like it's like we're all in this weird no, i'm fucking going off right now we're all in this weird journey where it's like you know you have your coming of age stories and you lose your virginity and you're learning about life and you're having experiences. You're figuring out what you want to do in this world. If you want to make a contribution, how you're going to make money, what you want to generate, what you're all about, what your identity is. You're meeting people, a big part of dating actually to the guy who just called and because I don't want to, it's not like you're just supposed to like mate for life and just stop hooking up. It's important to and flirt and kiss people and, I mean, I don't like this phrase, but whatever, kiss frogs, as they say in like old timey, uh, you know, storybook, because it, it it teaches you what you're into and what you're not into. Like every interaction you have, even if it's just with a friend or a person you meet on the street or in a dating situation, every exchange you have gets you closer to knowing more about who you are and what you want for yourself and what works for you and what doesn't work for you. So, of course, you need to, like, try people on for size and see what that's all about. I'm not saying, like, okay, the goal is, like, get wasted every night and have unprotected sex with a bunch of people and just let people's dicks just in your in your badges or whatever. Like, no, I wish, I mean, I don't want to regret anything in my life, but looking back, I'm definitely like, oh, my God, I let that dude put his dick in me? Are you serious, Alexi? Oh, my God, what the fuck? outrageous um but yeah but now i'm uh the, the cool grounded person you uh you're listening to right now um i needed to go through that so i could report back to you and have a lot of fodder for a fucking blog and a podcast you know so it really worked for me um anyway i'm gonna take another phone call oh what's 586 cool new area code i've never hello, hello? what's your name Hi, how old are you where are you calling from Hi. I'm. I'm Liz, I'm 21, and I'm calling from Michigan. Tell me everything. Okay, so this is a little story about my recent ex-boyfriend. We broke up in April. So we met this past November at this breakfast place, and I thought he was really cute, so I asked for his number. 
he wasn't really my total type, but I kind of went for it. We went on a lot of cute dates. And I was seeing other people until he finally asked me to be his girlfriend in, like, January. And then I, like, spent a lot of time at his house. I became friends with all of his friends. It was great. It was going great. And then a couple months later in April, out of nowhere, he we were in the car driving somewhere, and he was like, Liz, this isn't working. And I thought he was joking because he, he was kind of a jokester, but he was serious. And because I like being in control, it took me... It was just, I didn't see it coming at all. And I guess in the long run, it was okay, because he hadn't had a lot of relationships. Basically, he was scared. And we didn't have the most in common, and I got that. And, like, he wasn't going to school, and I am. But I keep on running into his friends now, even. He won't touch me back. I'll try. I tried a couple months ago, but I kind of gave up, because he said he wanted to be friends. I know he was just saying that. But I like closure, and I'm ready to, like, fully move on. So... How do I go about doing that? I thought about talking to his friends and roommates, feeling like, could you t- like tell them to call me or what? But I feel like that's kind of desperate. Because I'm ready you know to what? move on. You know what? Here's the thing, though. Like closure, you just have to give yourself your own closure. Because like, the you're. I mean, even though he cared about you and you cared about him and you guys dated and it was yeah. serious, like, like you aren't his emotional responsibility. Like for whatever you are not yeah. his you're not his emotional responsibility. You know, like mm-hmm. you, you guys dated and he, for whatever reason, and you might never know the truth and you don't have to, maybe what he said was exactly what he was feeling, but it's, he needed to get out of the relationship. Okay. And mission accomplished. He did it. And you just have to, res- and you just have to respect that. And you just have to do your mm-hmm. own internal work and you have to like, just deal with it by, you could write in your write in a journal, write cry as much mm-hmm. as possible. Watch a ton of watch a ton of movies. Talk to your mom, talk to your dad, talk to your friends, talk to your aunt, talk to your family, pet a dog, get a cat, like do your homework. Um go yeah. Go for go for long walks, masturbate, go on dates, um, cry, I've cry, cry. Yeah, and and you and you don't even need to throw yourself into dating and like start being sexual or sexy with anybody else. Mm-hmm. So like you can you can just be by yourself and just like mourn the loss of this thing. And then when you're feeling ready, then you can pick up, you know, pick yourself up and dust yourself off and go on to you know <laughs> opening yourself opening yourself up to meeting new people yeah. later. I but think I'm just worried about like running into them because it is a pretty small town and it's probably likely so I don't I wouldn't know what to do probably I know but if you run into him what's your game plan what are you thinking you're gonna do oh man I don't want to play it off like I've been completely emotional emotionally stable because I haven't been completely but I'm doing better so I don't know I guess I'll just be honest maybe (laughs) no I I don't like it I mean I I think listen to me Mm -hmm. you don't have to let him know any of the things you're telling me or the, all the things that are in your head. I know you want to, and you want to share it with him. So he's part of it and he's like in it with you. But I swear yeah. to God, if, if I were you, I would just, if you run into him, just say hi, just look at him and go hi. And then he can say hi and leave it at that. You don't need yeah. to be like, I'm feeling, don't, listen, listen to me. Yeah. You don't need to be like, <laughs> I'm feeling this way and all this stuff. Like, no, Keep that to yourself. Start like have a little bit of self control, and mm-hmm. it's it's over. It's over, and you just have to like 
deal with your feelings and don't, you don't need to overshare them with him, you know, like it's not going to make it better. Yeah. It's not gonna. Thank you. That was great. (laughs) You're welcome. So what are you going to do if, if, and when you run into him? I'm just going to say hi, and that's it. Leave it at that. Yeah. Just be light yeah. and be cool, and just be light and be cool and keep it real mm-hmm. simple. Like, you don't have any reason to complicate your life for yourself. Just, nope. You know, and just it's a really. It's unnecessary. Just watch a ton of movies. Focus on you. Again, <laughs> I'm going to say this again. Focus on, yep. like, you should be the most interesting, important thing in your life right now, and you need to figure out, like, you're 21 years old right now. Where do you want to be when you're 31? Like, what do you want to be doing? Do you want to be the owner of a company? Do you want to you want to own a business? Do you want to work for, you know, figure out what your goals are and get really excited about that. And, and when you start daydreaming about what your life could be, like, as far as, like, career and business and yeah. dreams and goals, that shit is exciting. And that, that will take your mind mm-hmm. off of, um, you know, spiraling over some dude. Even though... I get Seriously. it, <laughs> I, but, yeah. I, but I do get, I do get it. Like your feelings are, you know, we all have feelings and, and this shit is tough, but I swear to God, mm-hmm. just distract, distract yourself and, and think bigger and about the future and about how amazing life could be. And you're going to meet so many cool people. And this is just the beginning of your life. This is really cool. Definitely. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Okay. Very focused. Thanks. Just Alexi. You're welcome, but you're allowed your feelings, and I get it. So you don't, you know, I'm not judging you. You're awesome. I just want you to be okay. Um, oh, man, it is 10.41 p.m. How do we get here, guys? How did this all happen, you know? Um, listen, you washed away the bad voodoo of last week's show that could have been okay, but ended up hurting my feelings. We've had a great night. I mean, I feel like a lot of people's lives, are better off because of us because we listened we supported i gave some cool advice i talked a lot you know uh yeah and you know what i'm gonna wrap up the show you guys thank you so much for tuning in to boy crazy radio sponsored by imboycrazy.com i suggest you go to imboycrazy.com and see all the cool videos i have up there i have a lot of fun interviews uh i do a series called alexi in bed where i interview cool people and i have a bunch of segments with the star of Silicon Valley. His name is Thomas Middleditch, and they're pretty funny, and uh, I think you'll like them. You can tune in to Boy Crazy Radio, which is what you're listening to right now. You can uh, tune in to the live show every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific time, and uh, Boy Crazy Radio is a listener-supported show, so if you like what I do here, if you think it's helpful, if you want to support it in any way, that's completely appreciated and, like, I'm like completely encouraged and I love that. So feel free to make a donation by going to imboycrazy.com, clicking on the donate button on the right-hand side. Uh, and you know what? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. And if you love me back, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. All right. We'll get down here. Oh. Wake up feeling blessed up, pissing on that dresser. Ain't afraid to show it, I'll expose it if I dress up. Riding in that tester, roasted nigga ketchup. Sipping on that several till I messed up, like yes sir. Now I'm getting changed, people looking at me strange. Like niggas switching lanes, never change to the same. We fuck bitches, get paper. We fuck niggas 
no papers uh. We walk around with lasers You probably own some chasers Lame niggas disgrace us They girlfriends want to take us Got different hoes, I'm different hoes You can tell by my paste up My niggas getting right Smoking weed with dirty stripes I'm going wild for the night uh. You know we finna kill it You don't really want that Glock, boy You don't really wanna feel them shots, boy You a beat, boy I'm a black, boy I'm a deep, boy I'm a hot, boy Six shots got me feelin' like pop, boy Party all night, shit don't stop, boy Drunk as fuck and I'm ready to fight Follow for the night, fuck me and play night, boy And I'm creeping with my niggas Drunk and disrespectful calling women bitches I don't mean no harm but won't you and your friends Beat us in the cut and we give you the business Got my witness that I only wanna kick it And your girl just said they with it So we rolling in them benzes Won't you blow it up and stop the baby sitting She got drunk as fuck and swallowed all my kids on the back Ass so fat, hit that from the back When it clap from the back, she clap in the back She flat on the back, and it's back to the track Fuck your pack, hey chat, where's that? Fuck nigga hat, hit clap, lay flat Fuck your dreams, even fuck nigga dream Now you sleep and you won't come back from the back Benjamin, three stacks, it's a fact She lives in my lap, on my out, out pad Daddy fat, bitches on my set And you know I'm smoking, bitches rolling Reaper got me open, well until the morning With my homies, tell them where we going Big news! The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%.
Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for game plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.